You're listening to the Week Ahead podcast from Strong Towns, hosted by me, Rachel Quedno. This is your chance to catch up on the latest events and goings-on behind the scenes of the Strong Towns organization. Tune in every Monday for more updates. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Week Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and my guest today is my colleague, Bo. Bo, welcome to the Strong Towns podcast. Thank you, Rachel. It's great to be on again. So can you tell us a little bit about um, what you do at Strong Towns, for people who don't know, and then maybe a little bit also about your life, what you've been up to lately? I know you recently moved. Got, yeah, uh, recently moved. I think last time I was on the podcast with Chuck, we sort of talked about this, but recently moved uh, to Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and to kind of back up, I'm the development director for Strong Towns, so uh, do kind of some of the fundraising stuff for our organization and also kind of been focusing on outreach to kind of key individuals that uh, we think we should get our message in front of. Uh, so those are kind of the two things I've been focusing on. So I wanted you to come on the podcast today to specifically talk about this new initiative that we are really excited to be doing throughout 2018 here at Strong Towns. With funding from the Knight Foundation, we are doing a year-long engagement in Akron, Ohio. And we're publishing content every week on our site that will explore this city through a Strong Towns lens. We're doing multiple events in Akron throughout the year. And we're having this ongoing conversation with residents about how to shape the city into a Strong Town. So, Bo, you were at the beginning of making this happen. So how did this come about? I don't actually know the whole story. So it actually came about Chuck spoke, um, and I'm forgetting the name of the city, but Chuck spoke in a city close to Akron, um, and the Knight Foundation director in Akron, uh, Kyle, heard Chuck and, and wanted to bring the Strongtown's message to Akron. So in all honesty, Kyle kind of initiated it, and Kyle's been a huge... Um, advocate for us all along, and he's been a great resource for us to kind of try to figure out uh, what our role is in, in helping Akron uh, figure out kind of their future. Um, and, you know, one of the struggles when I came on is we are a national media organization, um, and uh, but there's a lot of people that are wanting to drive change in their communities, their cities, their regions, however they define that, but basically geographically. Uh, they're wanting to kind of change the conversation there. Um, and so we, we had sort of a time period where we're trying to figure out what it means for a national media organization to drive change in a geography. Um, and Kyle was uh, very helpful in kind of helping us figure that out. Um, and the kind of simple explanation for that is you, you kind of laid some of this out, but we're taking what we're doing at a national level. So we're creating quality content. Uh, we're sharing it broadly, and we're nudging people to take action. Uh, and we're kind of um, zeroing that in or narrowing it in on a specific geography. And in this case, it is Akron. Um, we've been approached by a few other places, kind of geographies and cities, uh, that are interested in what this model might look like uh, for their place as well. So what are your biggest hopes for what this will accomplish? It's a, it's a pretty new model for us. For strong towns, um, I'm really interested to just see uh, how well our national programming works when given a local focus yeah. and what that looks like. 
Um, I'm really anxious and kind of interested to see, um, you know, we want to help Akronites think about uh, changing the way their community thinks about building wealth um, and engaging those citizens, all these things you said, engaging the citizens to um, figure out their role in building a strong town. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, so those are the things we're trying to do. It's, it's pretty simple, but uh, just get our message in front of as many people and kind of nudge people to take action and see if we can really drive change in the community uh, by exposing more people to our message and kind of uh, inviting them into the Strong Towns movement and getting them involved and uh, nudging them to take action in Akron. Um, Akron is kind of, Akron's a really great place to do this um, because in many ways Akron is kind of a poster child for the failure of the current development pattern. Uh, and at the same time, it's got some of the most amazing people working there. Um, and it has a ton of just community assets and a ton of stuff going on. Uh, I've been really impressed by everyone I've talked to there, uh, kind of leadership there and everyone who's involved in kind of making things happen and changing the city. Uh, I've talked to another, a number of people about Jason Segedy, who's, I think, the planning director or something like that there. Um, and everyone thinks very highly of Jason. So um, he he is a strong council member and has written for us. Um, and yeah, yeah, we think very highly of him. Yeah, so Chuck and I are heading to Akron and we'll be spending the day there on Tuesday, April 17th. Uh, we'll be doing some meetings and conversations and then also a public curbside chat presentation at the Civic Theater um, at 5.45 p.m. So if you're in the area, please join us. We're also going to do kind of a casual meetup afterwards around 8 p.m. at the Lockview Bar. So hope to see some Akronites and people, you know, outside of that city, if you can make the trip, um, please join us. And this is, like I said, an ongoing thing all year. So please follow our Akron conversations and events at strongtowns.org slash Akron. And also, if you live in the area, um, we have a Facebook group that is going to be kind of a hub of this conversation. So I definitely encourage you to join that. And I'll post the links to all this stuff in our show notes. Um, Bo, have you been reading or watching or listening to anything particularly interesting lately you want to share? Yeah, that's, a, that's an open-ended question, but I'll, I'll give you a podcast and a book. Um, so my podcast, I've been listening to a podcast called The Long Game by John Ward, um, and it's really looking at institutions, what are they, why are they important, um, and kind of uh, he's, one of the questions he's looking at is Americans have forgotten how to do problem solving, how to solve problems. Um, and he's looking at the role of institutions in problem solving. Um, and it's really interesting because a lot of the points he brings up are points that I wouldn't have thought of or necessarily don't agree with. So, for example, one of the things he's looking at, I think in one of the first episodes, is um, – the declining power of political parties. Um, and so he's looking at like the RNC's inability to stop Trump in 2016. Um, and what's interesting is I think most people you would talk to would say, of course, it's good that political parties are losing their influence. Um, I think, I think that's kind of my gut reaction as someone who really doesn't identify with either party, but he's really looking at some of the consequences of that and asking if that's a de facto good, um, And then asking questions about just the way that we think about institutions today. So another example is 
thinking about institutions and how they shape us. Uh, so in one of the first episodes, he's interviewing Yuval Levin and, and kind of asking questions about uh, we used to view institutions as shaping us into a certain kind of person, kind of inculcating virtues. Um, but now we think mostly of institutions as kind of platforms to advertise ourselves to others. Uh, so, for example, if you think about the U.S. Congress, uh, the U.S. Congress used to be a sort of institution where you became a part of it and it shaped you into a certain kind of person, and you were asked to be a certain kind of person to participate in the Congress. Uh, but today, the con- U.S. Congress, for the most part, is kind of a platform to share your own opinions or kind of your own making. Um, and they look at kind of other institutions like media uh, and the way they operate like that. So it's a really good podcast. I highly recommend it. Um, and that's called The Long Game. And then the book I've been reading, I'll be short on it, is uh, a book called The Achievement of Wendell Berry. Um, and it's, You're a big fan of Wendell Berry, huh? I am. I am. I'm always, I always throw his name out in conversations, and I'm surprised when people haven't heard of him. Uh, it's, it's almost offensive to me. So, but yes, um, uh, so it kind of traces themes across one of Barry's work, across his poetry, his short stir- stories, uh, his nonfiction essays, and kind of examines his philosophy and convictions across across those writings. So um, I highly recommend Wendell Berry, especially kind of thinking about strong towns. Wendell Berry is kind of an agrarian writer and writing about um, rural America and small farms and some of those things. Yeah. But it's amazing the overlap between uh, his work, his writing, his ideas, and kind of strong towns ideas. Um, one of the quotes I have in my office of his is, uh, it says, so many of our worst problems are big. They do not necessarily have big solutions. And I think anyone who kind of knows strong towns uh, knows that that's, that's core to our philosophy as well. So it's really interesting the overlap between strong towns, which is mostly uh, kind of focused on you know small towns and cities, and urban areas and the overlap between uh, kind of our message and some of the conversations happening happening in the agrarian movement. But that's it for me. So, Rachel, what have you been reading, listening to? I just picked up a book called The Party Faithful, How and Why Democrats Are Closing the God Gap by Amy Sullivan. Um, and that's been really interesting. It's basically about, like, how Democrats uh, have failed to appeal to religious people, especially Christians, over the last few decades and kind of lost that group as part of, you know, their allies and, and voters. So that's really interesting. People probably know I'm interested yeah, in religious stuff. So an intersection of I, some of my different interests, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that sounds very interesting. I'll check that out. Have you listened to the podcast called Depolarize? I think it's Depolarize podcast. No, I haven't. So it's a podcast, I think the newest season, there's two seasons, is interviewing people. It starts kind of in uh, the 2016 election and it's interviewing, uh, I think, just evangelicals. You have to listen and and, Mm -hmm. because I may have had all of this wrong, but evangelicals and it kind of divides them into four cohorts. Uh, So evangelicals who voted for Trump, evangelicals who did not vote for Trump. And it's like minority evangelicals who didn't vote for Trump and then maybe non-evangelical Christians. Um, and he's just kind of interviewing and uh, having conversations with them about uh, 
kind of the election and what they were feeling and stuff like that. He's really trying to build empathy bridges between these groups. Yeah. Uh, he himself is, started it to try to represent, I mean, the overwhelming majority of evangelicals voted for Trump in 2016. That was a huge statistic that everyone talked about. He started it to kind of highlight the non-Trump voting evangelicals um, and kind of hear their voice and what they're interested in. Uh, but, you know, he started with them and since then has kind of been building empathy bridges to other groups. But it's a great po- it's a great podcast. I'd recommend that one as well. So, Bo, do you think you'll be writing for us anytime soon or are you too busy with other stuff? We'll see. I, I, I think I come up with what I think would be interesting articles, but I don't necessarily see myself as a writer uh First and foremost, that that's, I'm probably maybe one of the only ones on the Strongtown staff that, that doesn't see himself as a writer. So I enjoy it. Uh, I kind of always feel like other people could write something better than me. Uh, so kind of leave them up to that. So I like to plan ideas and let other people do it. Got it. Bo, thanks for being on the podcast. And to our listeners, um, let me know if there are specific guests that you would like to hear from, um, writers, Staff, I think we've had almost all of our colleagues on at this point. We'll get to all of them for sure. But, um, yeah, hit me up if you have people that you'd like to hear from as my guests. Um, Otherwise, yeah, thanks for listening. And, Bo, thanks for being here. Thank you. Okay, take care. We need your help. If you think the Strong Town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org.